0: Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond, narrated by Tegan Ashton-Cohan, produced by Propeller Sound Studios. August 25th, Friday. New worst job, working at the dry cleaners. Performing any task there, really, because the interior temperature was the same as the surface of the sun but add to it the funky chemical smells, the close proximity of everyone working there, and the frequent tantrums thrown by customers, and it was definitely a new low. At least, when I was cleaning up dog poop, it had been at a comfortable temperature. I was working the mechanical spin rack, just out of sight from the front counter, although I could hear the interactions. The customer would hand their ticket to the person working the cash register, then they would hand the ticket to me, And I would play, find the right clothes, by spinning through the numbers until I found a match, then remove the clothes from the rack and hand them to the person at the counter. It wasn't difficult, just tedious, and is the kind of job someday a robot will do. And it was isolating, left me too much time to think. The sticky topic of the day was Charlie Graham because bits and pieces of impressions of him would find their way into my brain. Like plaque. It unnerved me that he knew so much about me, new things even my boyfriend didn't know. It left him with a false sense of intimacy with me, I think, and that proprietary bullshit men think women love. I'm not a romantic person. I learned a long time ago that passion is fickle, and if you give it too much credence, once it's gone, you'll be left staring at someone over the dinner table you don't have much in common with, except maybe a last name and, in my mother's case, Children. I had no memories of my father. But I well remember my mother's life after he left. A miserable trapeze act of swinging from one man who made her feel special for a while to the next. And so on. And so on. With Gil Malone as the final prize. Ugh. I'd rather have a life with someone who shared my interests. And goals for a certain lifestyle, so when passion inevitably faded, the underlying threads of connectiveness would be enough to bond the marriage. Charlie Graham and his dimples and do-good-or-warm fuzzies were upsetting my life plan, and I didn't like it one bit. Ticket, the guy at the counter said. Last name Culp. He handed back the ticket, and I ran the machine quickly until the numbers were close, then slowed it down. When I found the items, I smiled. I had a dress like that. What are the chances? And a jacket like that. Wait. These were my clothes. Which meant... I leaned back on the stool until I caught sight of Anthony standing at the counter. I jerked back. Crap. Now what? I had to get the clothes to the guy at the counter without Anthony spotting me. While my mind spun, I lost my balance, and after a few seconds of futile flailing, toppled myself and the stool backward. I landed with an oomph, then skidded. When I stopped, I was on my back, still seated on the stool, with Anthony and the guy at the counter staring down at me in shock. My hope that Anthony wouldn't recognize me was dashed when he screamed, Della? The man at the counter was totally confused, but shaken enough to help me up and write my fake glasses. "'What is going on?' Anthony demanded. Then he planted his hands on his hips. "'June Wu has something to do with this, doesn't she? Is she making you work slave labor for heroin?' I closed my eyes. "'No.' "'Then what?' I feel like I'm in some alternate universe where you're your own twin. I inhaled. I wasn't promoted in July. I was fired, but my boss said she'd bring me back on in December, so I'm working for June Wu's temp agency for money because I'm broke because I gave my savings to my mother to pay off a house loan and her redneck boyfriend stole it. And I bought a big-ass couch I can't afford and my property taxes just doubled and Kyle can't know any of this or the SEC will lock us both up. <laughs> Stop for a breath. And I can't afford you anymore, Anthony. I'm sorry. Anthony seemed nonplussed. Well, since we're confessing, I haven't been making the best choices lately either. I'm days away from being evicted from my apartment and living in my car. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I'm having an affair with my wife's sister. Said the guy at the counter. I smirked in his direction. Hey, cheater man. This is a private conversation. I looked back to Anthony. You can stay in my spare bedroom if you get a job and help with expenses. And keep my secret. Deal? Deal. He hugged me, then pulled back. So you're not a drug addict? No! No! Okay. Phew. Hi, this is Stephanie Bond, author of the Temp Girl Daily podcast, saying thanks so much for listening. If you like Temp Girl, you might enjoy my other fiction podcast, Come a Girl available in its entirety to binge wherever you listen to podcasts. But come back tomorrow for another daily episode of Temp Girl.